You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Chris Meany, and this is the show where all we do is just call home runs and uh, give you the contrarian pitchers of the night and make you cash because Chris Meany, yesterday was another magical day. Uh, you turned a, what is it, a four-game parlay into a couple thousand dollars. That's a, a good night for you. I didn't have quite as good of a night because, you know, I'm not as money bags as you right now. But because I got kids. This is what happens when you're, you know, when, yes, you're, true. <laughs> when you're single like Chris Meany. Well, not single. <laughs> just, you know, certainly not single. I mean, take that out. When you don't have kids. Uh, but again, Chris, I cashed again in the giant mega entry tournament with one lineup because I'm just a jerk and I like to do that. And this is now four in a row where I just keep cashing in these where people are throwing 20, 30 lineups or whatever they're throwing. And I'm throwing the one and I'm beating them. And it's hilarious. Let me guess. You had Alvarez at two five on FanDuel. <laughs> oh, I did. I yeah. did. And he went hard. Oh, we got it. Oh, another one. So chalk it up there. Dan O'Grady, chalk it up on the big board. Put it Not on the board. Is, uh, yes. Yeah. Not only was Jordan Alvarez um, cheap as hell on FanDuel yesterday, but I decided to go even further and make him my home run call. And wouldn't you know it, Chris, he did it. He did it. I was so proud. I was like a, a proud father. I was like Mr. Miyagi at the end of uh, at the end of Karate Kid, just like looking just in approval of Alvarez. That's how happy I was. Man, what a call. What a stud. <laughs> we talked about, you know, 100% ownership. I mean, it should have been in, across the board on fan. Just ridiculous. And, you know, from a season-long standpoint, if you have them, I know if you've been following my work, I've been saying to push, like, trade rookies, see what you can get from them in redraft leagues with the hype. And a lot of them have really been disappointing, although we're seeing, like, Jimenez really get into a groove now. If you have him, uh, I think you're going to love what you see in the second half. He hit another home run yesterday. But for Alvarez, I mean, when Houston gets at full health, Joe – when you get Altuve back, who's close, Springer and Correa, and even if Alvarez is going to hit the DH spot five times a week in that lineup from the five or the six, I mean, he's going to have an opportunity to drive in a lot of runs. He is a freak. He looks just built like a baseball a player boy. who's going to hit yeah. home runs in his career. Seriously. So, yeah, he looked, I mean, good, great start for him. It couldn't be any better. Two games, two bombs. Yeah. Yeah, him, Austin Riley, just him and House of Fire when they come up. Vlad Guerrero Jr., eh, not so much, but not so Alvarez much, is a big boy, little ballpark. I love that combination. That is, a, that is a good combination. I'm not sure who he reminds me of yet, but he's just, you know, you're right. When they add in all those pieces back, Altuve, I think, is set for rehab soon, I think, this weekend. So if that happens, that's very positive. But, man, oh, man, they're going to be loaded. And if they can oh, add yeah. another pitcher to this rotation, which I think they're going to, yeah. Look out. And I still say it's going to be Bumgarner because they got the tools to do it. They got the pieces to get it done. Uh, so let's go ahead and we'll talk about what we got right and wrong yesterday. Uh, Ariel Urado, I was right. I yes. was right. Last night was a night to make a stand. You took it with John Means. You were right. I took it with Urado, and I was right. It felt good on a night where nothing seemed right with the top guys, where we kind of like, well, there's Bauer and Castillo, and they'll be good, but I don't know if they'll be good enough. That ended up going extra innings. Corbin was the chalk of the night. He ended up kind of getting pwned in the first inning. And, you know, Grand that slam was right off the echo. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 
all those guys that we took a stand on, if you played them, you got paid. And that's a thing, baby. That's what we want to do. We want to get you paid. Uh, unfortunately, our Darwinson was not magical no. uh, for the Red Sox yesterday. We knew so, he wouldn't uh, be. We knew, we knew he wouldn't he, be. Yeah, we knew. You know. we had some fun with that, but yeah, yes, we knew the he balls went to, Yeah, the balls <laughs> went Wingardium Leviosa. That's that's where they went. <laughs> yeah, well, we talked about his walk rate, right? And, I mean, he yeah. had seven strikeouts in three innings. Like, that's pretty impressive, he but he walked five guys. Same thing with Trevor Bauer. Like, Bauer, again, like, he walked five guys. Like, Problem. he's... It is. It's a problem. He had 6K through 7, only gave up the one run. It's like, great. But, I mean, he's walking guys left, right, and center. Oakland bats, in just in particular, this was why I was ex- successful yesterday. We, we mentioned Oakland as a road dog. We mentioned taking them in the team implied total at 3.5, Arizona at 3.5. These teams are getting disrespected on the road. The two guys we've been talking about for value-wise, Olsen and Chris Davis, we easily could have picked them as home run calls, and they both went yard. Um, you're right. Your honor was good. Means was great. Hudson had some shares when I was like, I wanted to have more shares of Dakota Hudson because I was just afraid of the strikeouts, but I mean, he racked up six through seven and that's positive. That's that's doable. That's, that's Another positive really takeaway yeah. was, yeah. was our boy Lambert from Colorado. That's right. Pitched well in Colorado. So that's it was, well, you know, so, in a row yes. for him. so, so now Mr. Lambert is big time on the radar. Okay. He, really he yeah. He's big time. You, you go and you shut down the Cubs in At Colorado. Home. You've got my attention now. So, like, you had it before, but now I feel good about going out there on a limb and using him. And I think, look, I mean, I'd like to take us to task on a lot of things, but I can't. I no, mean, we were pretty damn good. <laughs> like, I don't know what else. What did we screw up yesterday? You know what? I don't I don't know. It was a really we I mean we avoided the KC Detroit game. There were only five runs in that game. I mean, we 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 tacked oh, overs. Jason we Vargas got another win. Jason Vargas got another W. Unbelievable! What's going on with him? Um, yeah, way, I mean, we we attacked overs. Twenty two bombs. He's so impressive at the plate. He's so oh. impressive at the plate. He really is. It's I mean, June twelfth, and he's got twenty two bombs. That is, I mean, he's right behind Yelich. <laughs> yeah, got to give the Mets some credit for not caring about you know service time or anything. Bringing this kid up, knowing that he was ready to play, and he's looked phenomenal. Yeah, so I mean, just attacking overs last night, Joe. I mean, we had eleven runs in Seattle and Minnesota, two teams that lead the league in home runs. Actually, they're tied each, one hundred twenty seven apiece. Houston, Milwaukee overs, Philly and um, you know Arizona overs. Buster only came up with a stat the other day. He said one team in 2013 had over 200 home runs and that 22 were on pace for over 200 runs. Whoa. Isn't that unbelievable? Whoa. That's a span Whoa. of five years. What? The, the twins had 80. The twins had 80 home runs on the road last year. 80. They already have more on the road this season. You and I talked about how they were one of the most improved, if not the most improved team in baseball, aside from the love that the Phillies got, but up and down their lineup, they had just acquired home run hitters. And they already have more homers on the road this season than last year. And this is June 12th. Unbelievable. That's like, that's no. madness. Uh, that is that's incredible. Holy cow. It's nuts. Uh, wow. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless after that. Like, I don't I don't know if I can do the rest of the show now <laughs> All because right. that is that's unbelievable where we're at right now. And, and, and yet Major League Baseball has the balls to want to try to expand again. Are you yeah. nuts? Could you imagine what that would do to pitching and how it watered down even further? Forget it. It would be like Little League. Everyone would just pitch an inning. Yeah. Like, Tommy, yeah. you want to go pitch an inning? Why don't you go get, get your glove? You go you go pitch, and then you can go, and we're just going to rotation. You play shortstop, and we'll let Jimmy play center field, and we'll just go back and forth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Darwinson, you can go play left field. <laughs> yeah, uh, Darwinson, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your control is a little spotty, so we're going to put you in left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just for, just for today. All right, so that was yesterday. It was a good day. 
But today's Wednesday. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And we've got a lot to get to. And let's start with the fact that there's a day slate today and the day slate has Colorado in it. So uh, this is my favorite because I love isolated Colorado. It's my favorite. I hate when Colorado is involved in the main slate. I, it drives me crazy because of the variance. I never care for it, but this is a great spot because you've got the A's and Rays. You got the Reds in Cleveland. You've got, of course, the Colorado Rockies hosting the Cubs. Then you've got Texas and Boston. Those are the day games today. So you got four day games on the slate. For me, this is real easy. And I know when we have these isolated slates during the week, during the day, we like to keep it simple. For me, it's Plesak from Cleveland. He's been very good since he come up. He's at home. Uh, I I'm feel very comfortable with him as my standalone pitcher on FanDuel. Uh, for a secondary pitcher, we can have that conversation in a second. But I'm going to go him, and I am taking uh, – well, look, you got Cole Hamels going against Senzatella, so I'll take both ends of this one. Um, I'm fine with that because I think Plesak allows you to get involved in that game pretty well. He's only 8-4. That's doable. Um, if you really want to go down to, like, uh, you know, the, the bottom rung of stuff, it's ugh, it's kind of hard unless you yeah. want to go Brett Anderson or something like that. I know. I thought about Brett Anderson at 5-6 on DK as a secondary guy. I, I, I may go there. I don't love Torinos. I mean, he's 10-4 on DK. It's just too much. It won't allow you to get involved in Texas and Boston, Chicago, Colorado. They moved that Red Sox game up. A big game seven, you know, happening tonight in Boston. They, they want everybody to be able to to watch the Bruins. potentially. Yeah, a good job by them, there. too. And Plesak is just 7-4 on DK. So Got to roll is a yeah, got to roll him out. We, we've been talking about him and, and saying he's he's had our attention and maybe we won't use him against tougher teams. I mean, he's played the he's played the Red Sox now. He had five innings against the Red Sox, only gave up the one run. And then his last outing against the Yankees, he he had seven strong innings, only gave up the one run or two runs, rather. 14 strikeouts, only three walks. We talked about his walk rate through the minors. I mean, this guy only walked a handful of guys and and what it was a large sample size. So I can get on board with him. I thought about Cole Hamels as like maybe an interesting guy, contrarian option potential, but there's a lot of risk there. I think I would just go scrub pitchers. Well, I mean, I know this sounds crazy. I never, I never like to do this, but this is one of those rare moments where you can go with the two pitchers from the same game. I think please. Oh yeah. I think you could do that on DK and get away with it today just because of the way it shakes out. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's a really good call because out of all the games I'm looking at those ones, and and that's the one I want least exposure to from an offensive standpoint. Right. Cincinnati so, League. you know, if this is going to be a 3-2 kind of game and both these guys can throw up quality starts. And Descalfani has some moments every now and then. <clears throat> you yep. know, he's not bereft of ability. You know, he just doesn't have the kind of stuff that blow people away. So I, I, that, to me, again, not something that we would recommend. I don't think I've said it on the show all year. So if I do this twice a year, it's a lot. Here's my one, okay? Yeah, for sure. Here's one. And it's because it's a four-game day slate. I think that's the way you want to approach it. And and you can play cash with it, and you could probably throw it into a tournament too if you want. But on DK, I think that's the way I'm going because I, I want all the exposure to Colorado during the day. I just think the ball's going to fly all over that place. Yeah, listen, we have Tampa's lineup out already. Um, I, I didn't think Austin Meadows was going to play in that lineup, and you know he is playing, so – Forget that. I was just looking. I was like, hey, if he's not playing, maybe I'll get crazy with Brett Anderson. But I, I think you're on it with that strategy. Or you just go over and play on FanDuel, get Plesak in there, and then you roll yeah. the rest of the bats. Yeah, and let me tell you, hardly anyone's going to do what I'm saying. Because Nobody typically is. speaking, yeah. yeah. So, and that's exactly the kind of thing you throw into a tournament, too. Yeah. And say, damn the torpedoes and see what happens. And I think the uh, I think it's I think that dog will hunt. I really do. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right, so let's get at it because there's going to be some more offense, and this is another one of these slates where you got the – this time it's the one big pitcher in Verlander tonight. 
And I'm telling you right now, I'm feeling lucky, Chris Meany. Feeling good. So let's oh, – <laughs> so sorry. I'm not, not, not feeling lucky with these two jabronis, though, because Edwin Jackson <laughs> takes on David Hess. So I'm going to have exposure, of course, because I love to troll Edwin Jackson. I can't believe he's still in the league. It's amaze balls to me that this guy is still pitching. And uh, he's taking on David Hess, and I am all about exposure to Baltimore tonight. And that means – Jonathan Villar, the top of the lineup at 3-1 on FanDuel. That is a great value. He gives you speed, gives you a little pop. Also, Anthony Santander, just 2-4. Great lineup builder tonight on FanDuel. I love Santander in the two-hole. I'm going to have shares of him. I think that's the way to go. Uh, Mancini, if you want to get involved with him too, that's fine. But really, it's the guys at the top I want to focus on because I think the value and return on investment is very good. And Villar has been hot lately. Yeah, I like Valar a lot. You know, they asked Blue Jays manager, GM, uh, actually, Charlie Montoya, they asked him about, you know, Edwin Jackson, if he was going to start again. And he said, yeah, he's he's going to start this week. And then one of the reporters said, why? He's like, well, we don't have anybody else. <laughs> Boy, if that's so not the biggest like, vote of confidence ever. Right. How about your confidence just shot when you hear, wow. I mean, it could it could go the other way. Maybe it has a little bit of spark, but there's no way. I mean, Joe, 19 innings, 36 hits. You can get hit, hit by lightning and still not have a spark, okay? Oh, my that's, goodness. Now, let me tell you, this, this Villar-Santander duo here, this is not a, a DK play tonight. Because Villar is 4-6 and Santander's 4-0. This is a fan duel play. And it's a great one. It's a tremendous value tonight against Jackson. Uh, moving forward, because I don't think I, I, there's nothing we like on the Jays, right? Even though it's Hess, I can't get behind it. I, I no, can't. I know it's. I'm honestly you want as crazy to, as I am. Can. I'm gonna do one Hess share. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one because the Jays, and that's it. This offense is not good. League worst average. They don't. They could do anything share, yesterday. Huh? Listen, one out. This just goes to show how bad. The, the Jays are has have, has been he's allowed 20 home runs basically in every single start he has an outing against the Jays this year in six scoreless didn't even allow a hit against that team and had 8k so I know that he can do that at a price on DraftKings where he's 4-1 I've never seen that before I've never seen a pitcher get to 4-4-1 like that's a hitter's price so I will just have one share at a tournament because look at what I can do with the rest. I can just have so much exposure, but yeah, I mean, it is a lot. It is risky. I'll say that. All right. To me, there's two contrary, not contrarian, but two arms in play that are at the top arms. And one of them is Zach Eflin. He's eight, five on FanDuel tonight. He's taking on Merrill Kelly. He's at home. Merrill Kelly is eight on DK. Eflin is 8.7 on DK on FanDuel. Eflin just 8.5. So for me, this one's very much in play. Now I know there's been some home runs in this series. I get it. And I know there's been a lot of offense, but you don't have a lot of places to go. There's not a lot of sanctuary tonight outside of Verlander. So you have to, again, take into consideration some things. And F1 is a guy to take into consideration. Yeah, he's a little up and down sometimes. It's fine. I think they can do enough to beat Merrill Kelly. I think that's more the way I'm looking at this. And I have to put him on the board. Now, that being said, offensively, this is not where I'm going tonight. But Eflin, what's I, – I know the Line Star app likes it too. Line Star app likes Eflin – and Lucchese, who we'll get to later on the show. What are your thoughts on Eflin tonight? Is he in play for you, Chris? Um, I, I agree. I think he could do enough to get the win. I, I won't I won't quite go there. I'm going to continue to, like Arizona again, three and a half team implied total. I think they can get to four runs today. Um, so, like, I'll jump on there. But I'm not going to get any Diamondbacks in, in my lineup. Eflin's a contact guy. Sure, he's been okay here and there. Uh, Merrill is somebody to pick on. I, I think that's the big takeaway for me from this matchup. I think we can, you know, ha- take some shots with maybe Hoskins in there. Bryce Harper, you know, Harper's, you know, I think he's got a little bit of a hit streak going on. Still just singles, but uh, nonetheless getting on base. But I think Hoskins is a good, 
you know, he, him and Jay Bruce, I think there could be some home runs from the Phillies side of things, but um, I, I see what you're saying with Eflin and I see, and I see the value on line star and I see the projection because the Phillies will likely get a W and, and that's really all you can well, ask that's for. The thing. I'm like this for the tonight. W. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's all I'm looking for. Now you got uh, Jordan Yamamoto making his debut coming up from double a, which is not something I like to play around with. I know my boy Craig Mish really likes Yamamoto. He thinks he can be a good pitcher, but I don't know. I, this is a tough sell for me um, against the Cardinals to hitters like Goldschmidt and Ozuna in the middle of that lineup and Molina, all those guys, professional hitters. I just yeah. have a hard time expecting them to, I don't love Mikolas by any stretch of the means. I'm not a Mikolas guy, no, me but I don't, and I, and I don't want to invest on him either because the strikeouts are just not there. So this is another one where it's hard pass, despite there being a discount. I feel like this is a trap tonight where people will either say, oh, let me try the kid and they get burned or they try Mikolas against the kid and they get burned there too, just because this is not enough. It's just not enough points potentially on the board. That's my problem with it. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, I thought about Mikolas the same way I thought about Hudson. Uh, but he's not as cheap. Like Hudson was just so cheap yesterday. I mean, seven two is it seems cheap, but the, the strikeouts really aren't there. Fifty three and seventy three innings. So I'm gonna like St. Louis again on the money line, guys. I think you can jump on them as, as they're not quite road dogs, but the decent value for a road team heading into Miami. Yeah, I agree with that. So from a betting perspective, put that there. All right, Mitch Keller's on the mound. Oh, here we yeah. go uh, against Mike Soroka, your boyfriend. So look, we got Soroka ten six on Fanduel. <laughs> 10-9 on DK. Now, Soroka is another one. He's a, he's a great cash game play tonight. There's no doubt about that. So I, I feel very good about him as a fade from the top of Verlander. Uh, he has proven it time and time again. Pittsburgh's kind of struggling. Josh Bell has hit a cold streak. So all this conversation about Josh Bell being, you know, Pete Alonzo, I think everyone could take a deep breath about that. Yeah. All right. You know, he had a really good run there. He's red hot for a while. But do it over six May. months. Yeah. He did. Do it yeah. over six months, and then I'm impressed. I remember yeah. Dominic Brown had a great month too. Yeah. Whatever happened to him? Yeah, okay? no, I agree with you. Yeah, you got to. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Josh Bell is. He's a better player than that. But the power's always been a question. I'm glad he flashed it for a month. Let's see if it comes back this summer. You know, let's see if him and the power get together again. So Soroka, right now the Braves are rolling. Acuna continues to be red hot. Freeman went yard yesterday. Donaldson went yard. Marcakis went yard. I mean, everybody's just going crazy. Albies, Albies McCann, they hit four in like a span well, of five. I had I think Albies it was... and Acuna in the lineups yesterday, and that was a, a good luck for me for sure. So, uh, look, I'm, I'm all in the Brave stack tonight, and that means Acuna. It means Freeman, Donaldson, and I'm going with Albies again. I know he's at the bottom, but he's been red hot, yeah. and I think you just kind of take that over. And I think part of that reason is because Acuna at the top. So it's almost like that reverse, you know, taking the nine one two kind of thing or nine one three. I, I don't mind doing that or eight one three in this case. You know, you skip the pitcher. It's worked out fine, and Albies continues to be a good values, uh, especially on the FanDuel side. He's still just three one, so I don't get why you wouldn't. No, I know. Yeah, he's been heating up. He's been one of the better values contrarian plays in tournaments. I like that strategy a lot. I think we had somebody ask us about tournaments and stacking, and you know, I I think you may have mentioned it or I kind of doubled down on it. The the nine one three four something like that. You know, Albie's just to start the run, and you get Acuna and Freeman and and JD batting behind him. That I think that's great. And yeah, I, I mean, my boyfriend Soroka, he's got a one point nine eight ERA and ninety one career innings. I mean, That's pretty he's, good. he's allowed one or zero <laughs> runs in 12 of his 15 starts in his career. So, yeah, he's absolutely a cash game option tonight. Well, and, you and know a good uh, fade because Verlin yes. is 11. Uh, he, he's 11-1. So you're saving $500 on FanDuel on the standalone. 
And on DK, you are saving, let's see, you're not saving as much. No. On DK, you can have the debate, but I'll tell you what, I'd rather have Soroka against the Pirates of Mitch Keller. I think that's a much better path to the win as yes. opposed to facing Brandon Woodruff. It, it really is, and so. the Brewers' bats, for sure. So, I, you know what? I like Mitch Keller. I think he can be a good pitcher. This is just another tough spot for him. After he got lit up in that first yes. inning, he turned things around. I think he finished with seven strikeouts. But now he's got to go and pitch in Atlanta against this red-hot Braves team. None of them strike out. They all take their walks. Oh, okay, so. well, here you go. You're you're almost kind of bringing it up. Is Mitch Keller the con- the complete contrarian off-the-board play of the night? He is the complete contrarian off the board because absolutely nobody is going to think about him. No one's going to roster Mitch Keller. Like, and and I don't think you should well, do it on just Fandle. 7,000 on DK. Five, five. And yeah. Five, you know, five Fandle 5-5, five, five, it's mean, like, but you can't have him as your one pitcher. It's just you're really asking for it. There's just other guys that you can have single. Like, one guy that we'll get to is, you know, that you like and I like as well. You know, I think he's well, a you better know what, option. Chris? There's more upside as, on Fandle with him. I'll say but. this about it, Chris. If Verlander wasn't on the slate tonight, then I would say, well, maybe you could. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like that's that that's the scenario there. But because if the the best pitcher on the board besides Verlander is Soroka, we all kind of agree that tonight. So if he were to win, that eliminates all every all the Soroka shares. But the problem is you still have to deal with the potential Verlander shares, and then that makes it trickier. Yeah, there's sure, a couple ways you can look like at it. I mean, if you're going to fade Soroko completely altogether, then you have to paint a picture in your, in your head. Like, if, if you think, if you're going to fade him, then you obviously think he gets lit up, or he doesn't get the W, or maybe Mitch Keller outduels him, and then you go the other yeah, way. No. And you're just like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I'm not going to have any shit. I'm going to pass on. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to do it. We'll it, talk about him again. Definitely. Yeah, we will. I think I think this is one to watch. I'll tell you what, you know what I'd like to see from him? A quality start. Yes. I'd like yeah. to see him go six innings, give up three runs, you know, strike out six guys. I want him to, if he's competitive against the Braves, that's what you want to take away. But I don't think it's where you want to put your money yet. Jose Barrios at nine six. Uh, they're almost begging you against Tommy Malone at six seven. That's the FanDuel pricing for those boys tonight. And this one is in Minnesota. Barrios more expensive on DK. He's 10 three. So uh, you got to go pay up to the top of the board. Now, I do love tonight. Mitch Garver, Nelson Cruz in the middle of this order, hitting 2-3. Uh, not usually one for catchers, and I don't want to pay for it on DK because he's 5-1. But as a utility bat, Mitch Garver at 3-4 on FanDuel tonight, I am all in, man. That guy's been tremendous. This is a great spot for him against the soft toss and lefty Malone. I love it. He's in the lineup with Nelson Cruz. To me, that's money in the bank, and I'm going to take it. What are your thoughts on Barrios tonight on this slate? That's got Soroka and Verlander. Are you picking and choosing with him potentially in cash? Uh, not really. I may have a share in, in a tournament or two. I just have a lot of respect for these two teams. I know Seattle is cooled down, but I set up the top. I mean, they both lead the league in home runs, 127 a, a piece. And we saw yesterday, Edwin is just on a heck of a run. Uh, he's sure like is. Seven home runs in June or something silly like that. And he starts off slow every year. Every year. As he ever. Year, as he ever. Yeah. Every yeah. year. I mean, you've yeah. seen it enough in your life. It's just... And you, and you, and I don't know why people don't do it. Just don't draft him. Just trade for him. May 1st. May 1st. Yeah. Start sending out your Edwin Encarnacion share. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he got dealt, too, and maybe he's in a better environment. I don't know. He, But he's been fine. He's been absolutely fine. The guy that I like, and there's a lot of guys that like in this in this game. I think there could be some home runs. Uh, CJ Crone is just killing lefties so far this year. Uh, he's 3-6 over on FanDuel. The same price as Nelson Cruz. Garber, is, uh, you talk about 3-4. So for Crone, a 365 average against lefties so far this season. He's got six homers. Uh, 
Um, his WOBA is just through the roof at 477 against lefties. Uh, he's just crushing them. His hard hit rate is at 48% against lefties compared to 38% against righties. It's, every time he's faced a lefty, I mean, I'm sure he'll cool off. But I've just noticed over the past couple of weeks, every time this guy faces a lefty, it's either a double or a home run. Uh, so I got to get him in there against Tommy Malone. I also love the I love the name Mitch Garver. It sounds like a yeah, it does. It sounds like it, an '80s cop drama. I knew guy, you were like going there. Yeah, that's what oh, it sounds Mitch like to Garver. me. Yeah. Mitch Garver goes where other cops refuse, <laughs> it's and like that's how he gets the job done. <laughs> Super Troopers three, led by yeah, Mitch, Mitch, Garver. Mitch Garver. Yeah, Mitch Garver. And, he works in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Garver's gonna detective Mitch Garver's gonna clean up these streets no matter what. I love it. Mitch Garver's gonna take Tommy Malone deep to left. <laughs> you know, you know what was on yesterday, by the way. I was like uh I came over from the gym and I was flipping around the TV for a little bit, having some lunch, and then uh and Demolition Man was on. Oh my god, oh, that wow. is a great movie. Can I just say can I just take a minute? Like that is just a great film. <laughs> like, it still holds up. <laughs> It, it was the scene where they were eating in Taco Bell because all restaurants are Taco Bells now. That is it. <laughs> I, I, oh, I've, I've only seen that once. I might have to oh, revisit. You gotta, oh, you got it. I may have to revisit. Yes. I may so you have go to, to the bathroom now. I don't know how to use the three seashells, but uh, <laughs> it's it's great. It's it's the perfect blend of like fun 90, early 90s action movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. Plus, it actually really is a decent action movie, too, on top of that. It's like it's the perfect blend. God bless Wesley Snipes, too. More Wesley Snipes. Yes, Can I get more please. Wesley Snipes back, please? Yes. All right, more. so here we go. This is where I'm going to put my money where my mouth is tonight, and it's going to be where Brandon Woodruff is. He's 8-9, okay, and he's taking on Justin Verlander. And I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but look, he's 7-6 on DK. As my standalone pitcher in FanDuel and tournaments, I am willing to do it because he's cheaper than the other guys. The ownership's going to be super low. By the way, the ownership on Yorado yesterday, 0.2. What? Yeah, 0.2 in that tournament. Oh, my goodness. And that's why I cashed. <laughs> I, do that, I do that on? for sport. I play that tournament now. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm like five for five in it, cashing in it. It's like, like I don't know, 100,000 entries. I don't know how many. It's a ridiculous amount of entries. And yeah, I do it tons. just for my own amusement. And I And it's become like a – it's it's like a, a quadruple up for me that I play. It's oh, like man. because there's so much strange in there, but not enough smart strange. And Gerardo, I look at the ownership was 0.2 and Alvarez was like 12%, which I thought would be higher. I was shocked that it wasn't 0.2. Yeah. Anyway, Boy, that's what you want. Like, that's what like you me. want when you get a picture. I was gonna say, I think it was me and some other guy that listens to this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. sure though. Hundred percent. Yeah. It was like I, Josias or like one of the other guys. Who like we know. It's who just to the so nice when you hit on those low pitchers like that. Like it was. It was Urano easy. What is that? And, his fourth quality start in a row, or his third? Yeah, and he All just. Right. And he does, yeah, like we said about the ground ball, right? What I noticed, again, keeping balls in the ground, that's what you want. But, yeah, Woodruff is, you're going to probably have a similar ownership. Maybe not point two, because he has well, it's been gonna be, well, Here's the thing. Real this is electric, the point I'm but... making. It's not a cash gameplay, but in the tournaments tonight, right? If you think Brandon Woodruff, and, and it, this is more me taking a look at Houston right now, too. Because outside of Bregman, there's nobody really terrifies me in this lineup. I know Alvarez is great. Don't get me wrong. He's still a kid. I'm looking at Woodruff and I'm looking at those bats that they're bringing. And, you know, Yelich went yard yesterday. Shaw even went yard yesterday. I'm not going to put a lot of the bats in this lineup against Verlander, but Verlander is a human being. And although he's going to strike out guys, I think there's potential for Woodruff to hang with him. I don't need him to get the win here, 
at this price, I need him to have a big strikeout performance. And I think when you look at the bottom of this order with Tony Kemp and Jack Mayfield and Robinson Chirinos and Josh yeah. Reddick, yes, yes. I think it's imminently doable. Yes. So for me, Brandon Woodruff is 100% my tournament pitcher of the night. I was your all your I was all in on your auto yesterday. I'm all in on Woodruff tonight for better or worse. And I just think the ownership's low. The return on investment's good. And I know the the ERA is not quite what it is at home, but because he's been actually better at home than on the road, despite that one start where he got blown up. But I think he's good enough, period. And I think it's more just an indictment of where Houston is right now. Yeah, no, I, you make good points. And we talked about the Astros lineup. Yeah, they scored runs yesterday, but, you know, it, it wasn't as against a good pitcher like Brandon Woodworth. And with some of these guys out of their lineup, you know, you look at the last three weeks and the Astros are just, they're a bottom 10 team offensively and they got a lot of strikeouts in their lineup now. So, yeah, you're right. This is, this is what you got to do in tournaments. You know, this isn't thinking outside the box too much because Woodruff has been great. He's got 90 strikeouts in 74 innings. He's been electric. I mean, he's allowed four hits in his last outing, three outings ago against the Phillies. He allowed one hit. He was great against Atlanta. He was great against Philly again. I mean, wow, he faced Philly twice in the last five starts and allowed two hits against that team in one run. So he's he can shut uh-huh. down a team like that. He can uh-huh. shut down that bottom of that order. So I think it's a good tournament option. I like the under for sure. It's a total of eight. I, I could see this being a one-one game midway 100%. through the midway through, like getting into it's the my six, favorite seven. under of the night for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, now Danny Duffy, I think is going to be a trap tonight too because people are going to look and say, okay, we got to find more tournament arms, and these are all the other people. Right in this tournament with the hundred and fifty thousand entries, forty five percent ownership. Danny Duffy, two percent ownership. Woodruff, <laughs> yeah. complete game. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's, it's yeah. crazy because I mean, yes, Duffy has the ability to do that, but I I don't think you I don't think you want to go there. I just don't. I it's just too inconsistent. And I know he's facing Daniel Norris, and you can have some you know Mondesi Merrifield shares on Fanduel, of course, not on DraftKings because they're always too expensive there. But I, I think, look, this is a night where it's the Twins offense. It's the Braves offense for me. I'm taking those shots there. And it's certainly the Baltimore offense on FanDuel's side where they're cheaper. And it's Woodruff because the next guy on this board that is highly touted is Joey Lucchese. And Joey Lucchese is good, too. The Line Star app loves him tonight with good purpose. His first start against the Giants this year was in San Diego. He was awesome. Second one, the opposite of awesome. This is the third one now. And I like Lucchese. You know me. I like to use him. We've talked about him on the show. But San Francisco doesn't strike out a ton. So on a night like tonight, I think Lucchese is another one of these guys where you look at him, he's 9'6". That ain't cheap. He's 7'9". On Fanduel, on Fandu, he's cheap, okay? Fandu, he's cheap. But seven, you feel nine. good about him being your one pitcher tonight? Not as good as I feel about Woodruff. No. no I, and, I I'll, and I'll be honest. And maybe I'm wrong about that. And if I'm wrong, everybody knows I'll show up here on Friday and take myself to task on it. Without a doubt, it's it. Forget it. Um, I you know this is how we roll here. Yeah, oh yeah. You know we like to have fun, but we are always one of the few honest people in this DFS world. Where you know we're not the guys flashing all these lineups. Look at us. We won this and this. Yeah. How much did you lose the last yeah. seven? Days? Oh yeah. It's you know, true. We don't only, do only, that. That's not how we roll. No. Okay. They only post. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know how much they're in the red still, <laughs> just yeah. because they won fifty k. They might be down eighty. Okay. So just. Keep that in mind. We're here to win you guys money, not to talk about us. But at the same time, I I look at this one, man, and I think it makes sense to me. I get it. I don't think it's a bad play. It's not a play I'm doing tonight because of the San Francisco lineup. But, Chris, are you going to make a case for it? Because I, I this is an open debate here. 
Yeah, and I think there's you could see it both ways. So are you going to have Lucchese shares tonight? I, I might have a couple. Yeah, I, you make you make really good points. I just look at him overall. I, I I don't see a ton of strikeouts. And you're right. Don't see a ton of strikeouts in the Giants lineup at 67 and 61. And the fact that, you know, he has 12 starts and in nine of those outings, he's allowed five or fewer hits. I mean, that's pretty impressive. You know, only three times he's allowed more than five hits in an outing. He relatively, you know, in most of his starts, I mean, he got lit up actually once against the Giants this year in San Fran. I mean, it was, it was, he right. And this one runs. is in San Fran again. Yeah. He allowed it, seven it, runs. Like they had, to, yeah. this is the third time the Giants will see Lucchese. So that makes mm-hmm. me a little nervous, like just a little bit that the fact that they were able to beat him around pretty easily. I like F1 outing. more. I like Woodruff more. I think I F1 like is Woodruff the safest more. I like what I, I even like Barrios more than Lucchese. Woodruff more. Um, maybe, you know, like I said, I'm going to have a share of Hess because I'm, I'm crazy like that. But You are crazy like that. But I you think know why. you can get behind in one lineup or, or two. You with keep confusing me. You had Means last night, Meanie, and you did it because Means is a pretty good pitcher. I own yeah, him in no, a couple of is, my yeah. deeper leagues. He he's, been, he's been excellent, but Hess is I, not I, think, I think you're I, – <laughs> I, think, I think you're drinking the, the Kool-Aid. I think you're on a hangover from, from Means. Yeah, I, and I, it might I, be. He's David Hess is not me. <laughs> I know he's I know he's not. Yeah, he's he's not. And my old man texted me yesterday. He's like, pretty cool to see Means on the hill. He looks all right too. I'm like, hey, he, <laughs> he looks all yeah. right, and the Jays look not so good. But yeah, I mean, to go back to Lakesi for a, a second, I think you could. I think you can have a share too. I wouldn't ignore him if you're playing the late slate. And, you know, you're doing some stuff in the late slate. You want to go Woodruff or Lakesi. You want to go that way. Um, I think you can get behind it because again, this Giants lineup is it's not fantastic, and Sean Anderson hasn't been good. The Padres should be able to score a couple runs. Fernando Tatis Jr. went yard again last night. He's been great since. I mean, he's only played a handful of games. He's got, what, eight homers and seven stolen bases. He looks like he's going to be a player in this league. And Manny Machado is cheap. I think you continue to take the discount on him, 3-9 on uh, DraftKings. And then over on FanDuel, he's 3-4. Like, are you kidding me with Manny? You, you take a shot there. All right. So here we go. It's that time again. Do you call our shot and go yard? Now, uh, we were 50% yesterday, batting 500. That's good. My boy, Jordan Alvarez, went yard yesterday, went a little later in the game, but still counts last time I checked. So he was super cheap. He went yard. You can put that one on the board. We continue to just absolutely crush it here. So, Chris Meany, it's your turn to go first today because uh, I, I took one for the team and went first yesterday, and I left you Eddie Rosario, who didn't. He, <laughs> he should did have. Not. Oh, I had him in my lineup, though. I had him in the lineups because I trust you, and yeah. I still do. It hasn't <laughs> shaken my trust of you at all. So where are you going tonight for some home run? Okay, well, you better go to Baltimore. I'll, let, I'll, I'll leave Baltimore to you. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to Baltimore, baby. You're going to love this thought. one. I'm, yeah. I'm drunk with power after Alvarez <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, okay, so, I, I mean, I gave a lot of love to CJ Crone off the top there and and the Twins and all the home runs that he'd be hitting. So I'm going to have to double down and, and back this up with CJ Crone. Uh, he's going to take Tommy Malone deep. Uh, it, even if he doesn't hit a home run, I feel really good about CJ and just the success he's had against lefties, not only this year, but over the course of his career, too. He used to be a platoon guy with the Angels just going back and forth. He's a full-time player now with Minnesota, and I love the fact that he's just been dead on with lefties so far. So much value tonight there. We talked about yeah. it earlier in the show with Mitch Garver um, and Nelson Cruz, Crone, Byron Buxton, even in the bottom. He's yes. had some life in that bat too. Just three, four on Fanduel. All these guys are in the mid threes on Fanduel, by the way. They're all yeah. three, four, three, five, three, six. Very, very doable tonight, especially if you're fading for a lander. So for me, I am going to go to Baltimore and yes. I am, I'm crazy. I'm going absolutely out of my gourd. 
and I'm going to go with Jonathan VR. He's going to go yard at the top of the order. I might even be in first inning because you know how I like to get mine out of the way in the first <laughs> inning. That seems to be the trend here on the show. First inning, Absolutely. boom, home run. I'm safe with my pick, but I'm going to go with VR. And I'll tell you what, if Santander went yard, it wouldn't shock me too, but that's that's not uh, – I can't Man, – You and I are just that. on the same page. I wrote down three guys on my sheet for home run calls, and VR yeah. was one of them. And it's amazing that you and I are on the same page with VR out of all the guys that we could pick today. Hoskins was the third, but yeah, I think it's a great call against Edwin Jackson to get some value. He's one of the better plays overall, Joe at three, one on FanDuel leading off for Baltimore against Jackson, who just has not been able to put it together. (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, if you take the quote from the coach too, why is Jackson pitching again? Because we have no one else. They have no one else. I mean, come on. I mean, it's like Richard Gere in that movie when he's screaming, (laughs) I've got nowhere else to go. And uh, I I love it. I think it's a great situation, a great opportunity there. So Jonathan Villar, I know he's not uh, necessarily your biggest home run hitter in the world, but I think tonight he can get it done against the batting practice pitcher. That is Edwin Jackson. So Chris Meany, betting lines tonight, where are you at? Okay, well, um, I, I again, I think you can touch on the team totals with Oakland and Arizona. I think that they can get to four runs over there. Let's get into um, some of the games at seven. I'm going to go with Baltimore. I, I really am. I mean, Jackson has 11.9 ERA. This guy's allowed 32 runs in 19 innings. So I'm going to take Baltimore at home, St. Louis on the road. Got to continue to ride the Braves at home with Sirocco. I mean, that's money in the bank right there. I think you can pick them by a couple runs. I think you can pick the Twins by a couple runs. And then the under that we talked about, Milwaukee and Houston, you want to get a little bit crazy, you, you can pick the Brewers on the road if you want. I mean, they're road dogs. They definitely have the potential with Woodruff on the hill. And then I like the Padres on the road. I like the under and the Padres. Get yourself a little bit more value there. All right, there you have it. So make sure you're getting that Line Star app. Make sure you're having it work for you. Uh, and, uh, cause it's working for us here. Oh, is it's, it ever? it's, you know, we use it to help prepare for the show too. I always like to do my work first, then go to the line star app and check it out and, and compare. And that's, what's good to see, because it's good to see things that you didn't even think about sometimes you, or you see things even better sometimes that reaffirm for you. Yeah, that is good. My thought process is correct. The numbers bear that out. That is super helpful. It's a great tool. Make sure you head over to line star and go download the app and upgrade as well to the premium product because it is awesome for 15 bucks a month, man. I mean, forget it. It's just, it's money in the bank, especially with football season right around the corner. So oh, speaking yeah. of football season, fantasy football, black book, 2019, that's out there right now on Amazon. Go, go get it on get paperback it. or Kindle. That's right. Go get it, baby. Number one in fantasy sports yet again, get ready for fantasy football season. It's on iTunes as well. That'll do it for us. You can follow us on Twitter at Joe Pisa 17 at Chris Meany. And, of course, at LineStar App and LineStar MLB. There's only one thing left to do, Chris, and that's step out of the uh, on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.